Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What's up, guys? Kels Charles, Megan Murray here, and you're listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. There's a no question about it. I'm ready to get hurt again. It could Let's not, go. That could not be a bigger mood. <laughs> Literally. What a game. Bro, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. If we had played like that consistently all year, that that game yesterday is the epitome of why Cowboys fans have been so distraught and heartbroken this season. Like we all knew that this was possible for them to do. Like, where was this? I mean, I would like to say better late than never. But, like, but never late is better. <laughs> like what in the world, my friend? <laughs> I, I'm just totally in awe of what I witnessed yesterday. I mean, Cowboys putting up what? Uh, let's see here. 528 yards of total offense. Ezekiel Elliott has his second 100-yard rushing game um, of the season. Andy Dalton out here looking like, I mean, minus that interception, but like Andy Dalton looking like he probably go, go start in Chicago. If Trubisky hadn't decided that he wanted to play good football again, Michael Gallup. I don't even know, like cue the trade rumors again, because he played fantastic. And now I'm mad about it because I don't want to trade him. I didn't now. I don't then. Uh, I just. That was someone calling to trade for Gallup, by the way. It literally was. And you know what I just did? I hit the decline button so hard. Said, no, thank you. Like literally get out. Literally get out. <clears throat> I think something fun, um, like from the game, just like a tidbit was uh, apparently like. Coop kept saying that he felt it in the air that like this was going to be a Gallup game. Like, did he? Yeah, he was like, I just felt it in the air. And he like ran up to him after his first touchdown and said, This is your game. It's like, Yes, we love the support. We love to see it. I, I know you love Amari Cooper. I love Amari. I love him. Um, his long. I'm going to go ahead and be a 12 year old because this was a theme yesterday as well, but his, his longest play was 69 yards. Nice. Nice. And, um, <laughs> I literally, before we dive in that referee flub 
was <laughs> premium content and I appreciate it more than you know. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who liked it more between myself or Kevin Turner, but we were both, we were both went full middle school when that happened. And I was like, I don't even care. Like I have had very few things to celebrate in 2020 and I'm going to take every opportunity I can to laugh at all the things. So here we are. <laughs> um, Just let me have this people. We're going to do, we're going to do the 69. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do, no, we're going to do 69. It's exactly what I mean. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, all right. Michael. I'm sure he said that to his wife later or something. I'm sure she was like, so you said it, not me. Like, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Cowboys beat the Eagles 37 to 17. That's right. Uh, and you know, what's wild is that Washington F WFT went full WTF yesterday. They lost to the Panthers. Ripped from the headlines right there. I mean, the storylines were abundant, my friend. And now the Cowboys have a chance. The fact that we ever discussed this going any other way is funny. Because this is the most Cowboys nonsense ever. Mm -hmm. It's literally what you've been saying all season, where you go into a game and you're like, I'm calling this, this a loss or I'm calling this X. And they're like, nope. They're like, bet. <laughs> Jerry Jones is like, hold my beer. Like, <laughs> I'm not giving Jerry this game. Get out of here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but the, now coming out of yesterday's game, the situation is this. Week 17, Dallas versus New York and Washington faces Philly. If Washington Wait, you know what I just realized? What? The Cowboys are six and nine. Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> Is RJ going to make us put an E on this game solely for our 69 references? We better start cussing now then. Literally, I'm very sorry if you are if you are under the age of 18 or 16 or whatever the age is that we should be talking about these things, just cover your ears, kids. Like, please. I don't want to be responsible. We, that's just our, the, it's just a good number. That's all you need to know. I just am not trying to be responsible for tainting the youths. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, if we were, if we were like one of those podcasts, like call her daddy, like I would have like an actual like segment and theory on this, but that's an offline conversation. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, week 17, Dallas plays New York, Washington plays Philly. If Washington wins, they are in, but if Washington loses this past the winner of the Cowboys Giants is the NFC East champion and gets to host a playoff game. So do you, really, do you think the Eagles will allow this? I don't think they will. I mean, I don't trust them. I don't know, man, because Washington, their quarterback situation is weird. Hopefully they get Alex Smith back in time. I mean, they yeah. should have, I don't even know the effing quarterback who they pulled Haskins for like, you know, this is spoken to someone whose family is a really, you can relate to this. Like you, you guys are Husker fans and my family is Ohio state fans. And that's um, not something I can relate to. Well, just the fact that like your the Huskers family, are garbage. Well, your family is fans of this team. And you know, I know I'm saying it's not re relative to being an Ohio state fan. You guys go to the playoffs all the time. Yeah. Well, I can't fully claim Ohio state. 
I just like, it's, I'm like the, I'm like the ancillary cheering, you know, like I like to see them do well. It's fun. Um, oh, I fully claim the Huskers. I just know they're trash. Yeah. I just feel like my roster of teams that I root for, like Ohio State, Ohio State's like my, it's like my second team, third team. And, you know, I have good reasons why I can cheer for them, but like, I got to cheer for SMU and KU and the Longhorns first, because I actually paid tuition there. <laughs> <laughs> um either way I don't know what the f Haskins is doing besides being a, a dummy and you know I'm sorry I know we didn't talk about it last week but like what a what an actual idiot like either going to a strip <laughs> club or he someone tweeted me and was like well, I don't think you your facts straight uh you check your sources I'm like I don't have sources because I don't freaking cover the Washington football team and I you know don't well he came out and apologized for it so well they were like well he he brought her to his house I was like either way here's the actual COVID protocols you for for people to go home to see their families on Christmas the families themselves had to get six negative COVID tests in a row okay and then they had to get a negative COVID test every other day that the person like the tier one NFL employee or player was in in their space so I have a hard time believing that homegirl went through the proper COVID protocols no matter where this whole encounter went down so there's that I just just a big yikes all around just a dummy and he deserves to get benched I'm sorry like I really am like that's so stupid like also way to make Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL, like continuously looks stupid. The only Ohio State quarterback in any shred, and you'll love this, who has been successful is freaking Joe Burrow. And you can't even fully claim him. So thank you, Dwayne, for just completely muddying QBU and giving the title over to Oklahoma. Like, I need you to do less. They say thank you. I yield my time. (laughs) Um, either way. So <laughs> that's the situation, the lay of the land. Yeah. But I want to talk about your main takeaways and kind of your thoughts. There were so many things that happened in this game that I just, you know, this was game <clears throat> 120 between the two teams and they set a bunch of records. I mean, there was, I think, let's see, they, they set like the most points in the half um combined they set like the most points in the total game which again like you've got uh uh you've got a defensive guy who's who's doing the play calling and he was like this is horrible I hate all of this but yeah 931 combined total yards uh were allowed in this game total which is the most ever in the rivalry and with Michael Jaquette I I hope I'm saying his name right I mean Mm -hmm. they just targeted the hell out of the guy they basically the cat like Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore, Michael has a family. I hope you realize this. (laughs) He's a son. I don't know if he's married, but like, my God, he has a family. And at the end of the day, 911, because he basically murdered him. He was benched. He allowed the second most in NFL this season, which 182 yards, um, targeted nine times, allowed seven. I mean, it was just really sad. So either way, um, I'd love to get your thoughts before we like, fully dive in on uh all the things like what are your first major quick hit takeaways 
from yesterday's victory? I mean, I feel like the offensive game plan was um, was throw it deep and make them spread out wide so you could take advantage of them. It was uh, really – it was smart. They, uh, they obviously, like, started to move their defense, like, deeper in the field. And, like, immediately we were able to take advantage of that with Michael Gallup. So – like I was scared in the first quarter. They had me in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. They really opened it up uh, the rest of the game. So, hey, good on them. They were ready. Let me just say this. Putting Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard on the field at the same time makes a me sight. Makes me feel some type of way. <laughs> and <clears throat> I also would just like to address something really quick because Ezekiel Elliott, which also is hysterical. I freaking, if you don't follow his family on, on Twitter, you need to. Layla, his, sta- his, his daughter, his sister, his mom, Dawn, uh, we've had her on the show before. And she was, <laughs> she was like, oh, don't y'all come back on the, don't you guys come back on the truck now. Like we ain't got no room, like no more room for you. And I think Zeke kind of echoed something at the end. He's like, if you haven't been there with us, like, we don't want you. And, you know, I, I Zeke really had himself a nice little game yesterday. And I, but I think it's worthy of us to have the conversation about how Zeke and Pollard, this has been a topic that we've discussed and like who, especially after last week's game for Pollard, like who should be taking the majority of the snaps at the end of the day, they're different types of backs. Watching Zeke carry like six guys down the field and just bulldoze his way through formations is a totally different style than Tony Pollard's shifty, like finding gaps, like super quick type of running back. Like they're just totally different. So I think that all these people that are calling for Zeke's head and, you know, again, like I, he is getting paid a lot, so I do feel like there's some merit to the conversation about if you're getting paid a certain amount, you should be able to perform no matter the no matter the circumstances for the most part. But you know, I, you know, I'm not a coach. I don't get paid the big bucks to do that. So what 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 do I know? But I just think we need to be considering those types of things versus more just like oh, Tony Pollard is capable of doing amazing things. Like I think it's a blessing that this team has two talented backs who are two different style of backs, and I, I'm good. I am totally fine with having both of them and letting them serve their each individual purposes. Well, I think this was kind of like the proof in the pudding that you needed for like, you don't have to force the ball into Zeke's hand all the time because you paid him so much money. Like you can have him and Tony compliment each other. Mm-hmm. That's what, it, that's what it should be every time. Yeah. I think you could really see that, that it, that it worked. Right. Yeah, I agree. Best game of his season for sure. uh, Zeke. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, this was a game where I was just impressed in general that, you know, I, I wish this team would be able to put together these types of games earlier, but I'm not going to stress about it. I'm not going to say anything about it. It is what it is. Um, and you know, also not to mention too, literally Zeke can hit a thousand yard, be a thousand yard back 
next week. And that is all behind a backup offensive line with a backup. He's had four different backup quarterbacks, 50 different backup offensive line formations. Like it's just, it's just, you got to get him. that dude. He's still that dude, man. He's still that dude. Um, <clears throat> all right. So Zeke had a nice little game. CeeDee Lamb had himself a nice little game. And there was just like one mishap a little bit. I thought it was hysterical when they, when he got that, uh, they, that PI and, uh, and, uh, he starts like, it looked like he was either counting the flags. Vilma was like, he's counting the flags or like, he's like, he's like shaking tisk tisk, like shaking his finger at all his defenders, which I thought was hysterical. Um, either way. <laughs> yeah. Either way. But <laughs> it was fun to see him get some action. I would have loved for CD to get to that hundred yard mark. We could have had 300 yard receivers. And also while we're talking about hundred yard receivers, we had, because that's been, that has been the expectation going into this year, right? We're like this wide receiver trio or well, not just trio, uh, quadruple, whatever. Um, <laughs> like, well, not, well, no, why, why did I say that? I don't know why I said that. CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, three, there's three. That's a three amigos. Yep. So Mac, Michael Gallup ends the game with 121 yards, two touchdowns, Cooper, 121 yards, um, and Lamb, 65 yards and a tutty. I, I think there was, that was the emergence of what, again, what we expected this offensive unit to be able to put together and how this, this team has so many different ways that when they're playing and firing at all full cylinders that they can, they can hurt you. And yeah, this is, I mean, this is what we've been saying since before the season even started. Literally, and it's nice to see them actually do it. This is why so many people had hope. And again, like I just, I, it was good to see. And it makes me feel like, and I'm sorry for being the eternal optimist, but I'm not. It makes me feel like that we are, we have, we, we, we're not as far away from being the caliber of a ball team we would like to be. How's that? Because we were able to put together a performance like that. Now we haven't flipped over to the defensive side and that's fine. We'll get there in a minute. Um, you know, even like Dalton Schultz, I mean, he had a nice, like, it, it's, it, I just, I'm, it was fun for me at the end. I think it was who, who scored? Was it Gallup? It was Gallup. I freaking, I stand. You could have talked about any score and probably guessed Gallup and been right. I stand Dalton Schultz real hard. Like, I'm biased he's, because I love he's him. a bad man. I literally, he's so tough. Like I literally was like waiting for him to like get up and hobble when he got just completely, it made me feel like that he was going to, this is so horrible in your, all you guys, Cowboys fans will relate to this, but when he got hit in the side, like it's like his body, like he, that tackle where he, his body kind of like twisted in half a little bit, or just like kind of, I was like, is your spleen? Okay. Like I'm scared because and then he's just like, yeah, I'm good. Like dust it off. And then when Gallup scored the touchdown and he's like bringing him over to the camera and he's just like, he's like, this is the dude. I just love that mentality so much. Like, I just think it's, it's fun. It's fun to see him emerge. And and there, I don't, there, I call him like 
he just has some leadership qualities that I thought was really refreshing. How's that? Oh yeah. Well, it's, that's what I'm saying. They're what we have been both saying is like when they are winning, when they're riding for each other, it's so much more enjoyable and you can tell that they really care and they want each other to win. Right. Like they want each person on that team to succeed. Right. So that's a perfect example of it. Right. Um, so all that to say, was really happy with the offensive performance that this team put together. I thought that Kellen Moore was showing no mercy, which I effing love. Um, <clears throat> he wasn't trying to force the ball to, <laughs> to all these like crazy trick plays, which, you know, again, like I think at the end of the day, I will take the risks. Hopefully they're more, they're calculated um, and over, over just completely playing it safe. But it was fun to see it all come together and really work out. Um, on the flip side, I think there's some major positives, still some negatives. Like defensively, this team allowed again. I mean, they had pretty similar games. Like the, these, both these teams had 500 yards of offense. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts. Listen, <clears throat> the first he's the second, good. The second half wasn't as great for him. But I'm not going to shit on Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts is a good football player and he's just getting started. So the fact that he plays on our rival team makes me very unhappy. (laughs) (laughs) It just does. I don't want to face him twice a year. And I think that's going to be the case moving forward. It'll be really interesting to see what the offseason brings for this team. But I don't think there's any denying the fact that Jalen Hurts he just he brings a different element to this Philadelphia Eagles offense. I mean, they're let's see. He makes one, them two, just three, look four, completely five, different. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I mean, he's got nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I mean, like twelve different guys are touching the ball. I I just he's he's just it's a balanced attack. He actually himself was the leading rusher with sixty nine yards. Nice, y'all. I'm telling you, this is the sixty nine game. It is what it is. <laughs> Just lean into it, okay? Just it will live it. in infamy. It's It literally is the 69 game. So I'm <laughs> not sorry for saying that because I can't help that the gods from above want us to acknowledge what they did. Um, yeah. And then now we're six and nine, so. Yep. Nice, nice of them, really. <laughs> Just, I can't. Um, but despite the fact that they allowed – you know, and, and wait, also there's a, what, what else did he, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. I have, I meant to write this down, but, uh, <clears throat> oh shoot. No, let me say this first before I talk about Jalen Hurts. All right. One quick, 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 quick thing. Michael Gallup, because no one respects him. And Dave had this really great tweet that I appreciate. He, he tweeted at all the networks and he was like, if you don't put Michael Gallup on the preview graphics before next season, when we start playing games again, I will come for you. And I was like, I agree. Michael Gallup is the first Cowboys player with a hundred receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns in the first half of the game since Des Bryant in 2014. It's only the fourth instance by a Dallas player in the last 20 seasons. And he actually had two touchdowns and 107 receiving yards in the second quarter alone. He's the second player this season with two receiving touchdowns and 100 receiving yards a single quarter, and the other one is Tyreek Hill. So that thanks to ESPN. Put some respect on it. Literally put some respect on the man's name. Like, we got to stop. We got to stop ignoring 
what he does and I'm just not here for it anymore. I'm just not here for it anymore. Um, not here for the Gallup erasure from the league. No, nuns. We're not here for that. Um, all right. So, oh, I guess I tweeted it. I don't know. Whatever. Jalen Hurts had himself a nice ground game. We saw that coming. Um, he did something like became the second player to net X amount of yards in his first season or whatever. And the other one is Lamar Jackson, which should also not come as a surprise. So it's just, he's a guy that just brings a lot and he's dynamic and he brings a lot to this offense. And I say this offense, the, the Eagles offense. And so we should, um we should just be worried about that. So either way, um, <laughs> on the flip side, let's talk about Randy. Oh, big Randy. Big Randy. One and a half sacks with three forest fumbles. My guy out here in these streets. Out here in these streets. Um, <clears throat> it was just so fun to watch Randy Gregory. Uh, was it that tackle that he he it was like it was like a, it was a it was a sweep and and Boston Scott maybe and I literally it just showed the athleticism of Randy Gregory watching him race across the field and like fly through the air and just tackle him I was like I feel like I'm watching one of those lion and gazelle like hunting videos where <laughs> And I like had to caveat that. I was like, don't you guys start tweeting me these videos because I hate those videos. And of course, Braden Chapman uh, sends me a hilarious one of the versions where it's like they're all blown up in their balloons and stuff like it. That was funny. But he would. He would. It was perfect. Um, but I was just so happy for him. And then, of course, like he's he almost he basically stripped the ball. Did we end up getting the ball? I can't remember <clears throat> off the top of my head when it was him and DeMarcus Lawrence and like Jalen Hurts is like on the ground and did this like weird, like flailing thing with his arms. <laughs> that was amazing too. Are you talking about the one that uh, Jalen Smith picked up? Uh, in the fourth or are you talking about a different one? Was, I think it was the See, fourth. here's the thing. He did so much. It's hard to pick. He literally single-handedly ruined Jalen Hurts' night. <laughs> and I'm here for it. And sorry that I'm not sorry. That's it. That's some deep seated Husker Sooners rivalry nonsense. And I'm absolutely here for it. I was going to say, you know what? Let me give you the floor first. Talk about Randy, because this is your <laughs> Husker boy. And I feel like you have a lot of emotions behind this. So like, why don't you go? I'm ahead. just proud of him, man. Like he's firing on all cylinders. He's a good football player. He is successful when he gets to be around his teammates and his team, he just like goes all out for his guys. And you haven't heard a peep from him causing trouble. Nope. I so again, put some respect on his name. I couldn't. I just, I was just so happy for him, man. I was just so happy for him. And I feel like a proud mother hen whenever he does anything good. <laughs> As you should, because you know what? I'm going to get philosophical here for a minute. But this is why <clears throat> you need someone in your life who believes in you <clears throat> and will take a chance on you, even when maybe you don't believe in yourself. And 
I'm not saying he didn't believe in himself, but there are a whole lot of people who had counted him out and doubted him. How many times did I hear people putting him like kind of like in a David Irving box, you know, and, and I'm sorry, but David Irving's different. David Irving. Every person that goes through struggle, every person is different. First of all, yes. Just because they play defense and, uh, what they're just tall humans. I don't know. What else do they have in common? (laughs) Just They're not the same people. And I hate when people just throw stuff like, oh, they're causing trouble, you know, like they're, I don't know. They, they did encounter a lot of the same issues. So sure. But you can just tell that this guy is different. Like it, it was, it was literally, they're just, I think what the big differentiator for me is the attitude where, yeah. where <clears throat> it felt like ex- externally, at least. David Irving had this like chip on his shoulder, like I don't give a F, you know? And, but at the same time, like on the flip side, like Randy Gregory's out here seemingly struggling and working his way back. And I genuinely, from, from what I kind of hear, the man was, was when he was using the things that he was using, I feel like it was for ideally medicinal purposes. And I have, as you know, personally being my friend, and I think a lot of you know me talking about this, I have no patience for people who like to spew bullshit about shit they don't know. And what I'm talking about is addiction, mental illness, and not having a heart when you discuss those things. Because at the end of the day, people who like to take those and those events and speak on them on surface level that's that's your privilege speaking because I'm grateful for you that you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm grateful that you've never had to live through that hell. I'm grateful that you've never had to wake up and just struggle to be. And I'm grateful that no one in your life has had to watch you do that either. And I sincerely believe, and I'm not close with Randy, but the things that I've heard are, those are some of the things that he's dealt with. And I will never fault a man for struggling through that and just doing whatever he can to try and live, to try and simply function and live his life and live some semblance of normalcy. And I know that football gives an element of that to him as well. And so, damn it, I'm so happy for him. And he deserved yesterday's game, man. He really did. Everything and more, man. my man. Keep it up. So... Pump for Randy on that. Um, Trayvon did. Randy, guys. Yeah, we're big. Like, do not come at me. <laughs> if you want to, literally, if you want <laughs> some wrath, come come spew nonsense about Randy Gregory and substance abuse. You come find me on my timeline if you want to be canceled real motherfucking quick. <laughs> like, I, I kid you not. I'll, uh, 2020 has been a year. I have some energy. So. She has time. I have, I I will make time for nonsense like that. Um, (laughs) Everyone's like, okay, we get it. Um, (laughs) Either way. (laughs) Um, Trayvon Diggs, let's talk about him for a minute. Our guy, you know, he was back in the lineup and again, and that was just, I'm glad that he's back. I was nervous because I just get really nervous about that. Yeah. Love him and I want him to be full, full force. 
but he is the he became the first Cowboys corner with three interceptions in a season since Brandon Carr in 2013. So thanks to John Michotes for that tweet. Johnny matches always coming in clutch. Listen, man, this is why we love him. This is why we keep him around. Um, we need to have him on the show again. I just feel like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Everyone can use a little more Johnny matches in their life. Mm-hmm. Let him rant. I met up with him. Wind him up and watch him go. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's amazing. He's just, he's hilarious. Um, so I'm just really pumped for him on that. I think that it just continues to show that he's going to be at least what we think he'll be a guy. And um, <clears throat> we've said it all year. He's going to get targeted a lot because that's just the nature of, of defensive coordinators being good at their jobs and getting paid a lot of money to do what they do. And I think that he's taken it in stride and will continue to take it in stride. Yeah. So couldn't have said it better. Um, let's see what else. What other notes did I have down? Um, oh, are we gonna? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I I can't remember when I wrote this down, but I, the Cowboys. I mean, the takeaway conversation continued. Yes. I have to be honest with you. Um, uh, I was I was suspect of the Cowboys defense, <laughs> and I was like, all right, fair. Right. Like, I was like, cool, guys. You, I mean, like, I'm not going to complain because I'm very happy that we're getting turnovers, but you getting turnovers against two very bad teams and can, like, where I have to say, I think that half of the turnovers, especially in 49ers territory, I would have to blame on Nick Mullins, right? And, like, the, the Bengals, like, uh, okay, right? But this game, Reggie... Reggie mother effing Robinson, man. Reginald. Reg. Wait big a Reg. That was fun. Go big Reg. Eighth takeaway in three games. I need to see. I think that was, I think that was it. Um, yeah. Either way, it was cool. I was happy to see that. I, oh, yeah. I, started to believe in them a little bit more after that. Anthony I, Brown was out in full force again. Yeah, eight is not the right number. But at the same time, they've had a significant number of takeaways in the last three games. And I am putting a lot more credence in the takeaways from this game. And I'm like, okay, way to capitalize and build upon what you did in those last two games and truly build up some momentum build up your confidence as a defensive unit and do something about it. I mean, they still allowed 500 yards of offense. <laughs> but they also, <laughs> you know, hey, they're they're back to a bend, don't break. Let's see if we can ever get the no bending or breaking. Yeah, part perfect. Down. Exactly, exactly. Oh, but also our boy Diggsy with the interception as well. Another takeaway. Another takeaway. You'll love to see it. We're coming. He's going to be so good. What a what a little baby. We're coming for you, turnover margin, is what we're trying to say. Heck yeah. We're tired of being in last place, and we are no longer here for that slander. Well, he knows who's in last place right now. <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> hey, hey, um, sucks to suck. Let me just say that. Sucks to suck. I'm disappointed in myself actually yesterday because I have so many Eagles memes 
And I was like, dude, what were you doing during yesterday's game? Like I was tweeting so much. Like it was ridiculous. Like bless you for having me on, on tweet alerts because I was blowing up the feeds and I didn't even tweet some of my best memes. Like I'm mad at myself for that. Like this is, this is my Super Bowl basically. And I just, while I came out victorious, it was a little like less than comparatively speaking to how I normally do things. So like I give myself a B performance, but it was still could have been a lot better. Um, I am still on a um, hiatus. I think I'll return next weekend. Sounds that, like a good time. That feels good. Like I was actually thinking I took that, the month off. <laughs> that feels good. I might take like, I think I'm, Maybe, I don't know if you're in on this. You're probably going to laugh at me when I say this, but I might do dry January. So maybe I'll do like dry January, like partially for some social media. Cause I feel like I did dry December social media. It was, it was a time. I also don't think I'm going to drink in January though. I think that's going to happen. Um, so if I don't lose a thousand pounds and my skin doesn't look incredible, um, then I'm going to be pissed is what I'm trying to say. I'm going to make it through 10 days. It's fine. Um, all right. It <laughs> is better than zero. It is better than zero. Um, I am trying to think of what else I want to. Oh, there's two more things I want to say. Okay. Say away. Deshaun Jackson is going to play football or at least try until he's also 100. Like if the Philadelphia Eagles aren't the team, this is so this is so niche and not even true, but I'm gonna say it anyways. There he he's out here trying to play football until he's like a hundred, like Darren Sproles. I literally had to look up how old he is. I was like, how like who we gotta find it's it's um it's what it's Whitworth, I bet, has played. I think Whitworth might be like the oldest, one of the oldest, like player who I got to find out who the oldest NFL player is outside of like a kicker, because I don't want a kicker. Give me like the guy who's actually like regularly getting roughed up. Who is still Frank Gore. Frank Gore is it. It's gotta be Frank Gore. I need to know who are these ancients who are still out here playing on the field. And I just need to do a series on them because respect. Minus those that play for the Eagles, because I don't want to, I'm not going to put respect on their names. <laughs> Basically, is what I'm trying to say. All right. Um, yeah. And then uh, last funny little analysis, I was cackling. Andy Dalton is so nice, you guys. <laughs> and <laughs> I got some, like, I tweeted this too, but I was like, I got some, like, major P Ribs vibes when Brandon Graham like basically came for his head and Andy like turns around and is like, like essentially like shaking his hand. I was like, he almost decapitated you and you're sitting here like congratulating him. And it was just very funny. So um, did you call him P ribs? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Right. P ribs. P ribs was my long time um, fantasy quarterback. And you know, I, so I, yeah, I got to call him that. He's a, he's a guy and he wears polo ties. <laughs> and I just feel like outside of the, having a herd of children we have a lot in common we have nothing. like i can just imagine him saying yo kids i'm p ribs and just cringing really hard yeah like i wonder if his children are 
I have nothing in common with him, by the way, for the record. Let me just rectify that statement. I wonder if his kids are like, I mean, you both wear bolo ties. So that, that is just true. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how I have a kinship to him. But I wonder if his kids are like as awkward and like whitewashed as him. <laughs> like, is it whitewashed when you're just white? I don't think that. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't mean like, I don't mean like color of his skin. Like, I just mean like basic. Okay. Like basic, like, basic B. Just, um, I just feel like I would imagine. Like so, so it's like one of those like plain type of dudes. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a little vanilla, a little, uh, low fat cream cheese, a little, uh, uh <laughs> what have you, you know, skim milk, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. I don't love milk, but I like skim milk. So don't, I won't slander skim milk. All right. And here. I miss low fat cream cheese. So like, here we are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You gotta add the everything but the bagel seasoning to it though. Oh, so good. Uh, so if good. Real. If you real one, you know. All <laughs> right. Well, um, I got I told you guys already, Kornacki straight up letting us know that we got a 23% chance to make it to them playoffs. And Lord. Uh, Yep, that's that's the world we live in. Just a reminder again, you guys, week 17, if Washington wins, they are in the playoffs. If Washington loses, winner of the Cowboys-Giants is the NFC East champion and gets to host the playoff game. So things are going to be interesting, and we're going to end 2020 and, well, actually January 3rd <laughs> on a bit. Oh, boy. Here we go. Buckle up. Buckle up, kids. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate you tuning in to another episode of Girls Talking Boys. If you enjoy the show, we really would hope and pray and wish and all the other things like that manifest. Appreciate mainly you going out and rating, re- reviewing, and subscribing to our show. You can find Blog of the Boys wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify, iTunes, or Stitcher. We're also on YouTube. Not this episode, though, because listen. It's a Monday. Um, Megan, though, you know, I just, I'm really glad that your words came to fruition yesterday. So I'm going to give you another chance to just reiterate and say them again today. By uh, popular demand, Dallas forever, Philly for 60 minutes on next Sunday, Mm. and then never after that. And then never again. Oh, also happy birthday to Amiri Alexander in Florida. Top seven. Outs out. So have the happy birthday of your life tomorrow. And guys, (laughs) we will see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Toodles.